good? What is good, everybody? This is the one and only Khalil, and we are back, and we are now in full effect podcast form. For those who don't know, I already have my own blog called The Sports Effect. But here right now, what you are listening to is the first official podcast episode for The Sports Effect. New platform, new form of media. I'm loving it. I hope you guys enjoy this as well. And we're going to have some real fun. We're going to have a whole lot of fun. A little quick update. I've been well. I've been great. For those who don't know me or who haven't been keeping up, you know, I do my own blog work on my spare time. And I try to keep it as frequent as possible. You know, I like to debate, I like to talk, you know, discuss anything sports related. So now this is just going to give me that extra form of media to express myself. And I know I love to express myself in this type of industry. In this type of industry. And we will get into it. We will get into it. So for those who are unfamiliar, I just want to say welcome. Welcome, welcome. Please enjoy. Please leave any feedback. Anything that you want to share. You know, if you want to get interact with me, you know, personally. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can even find me on LinkedIn. My Instagram and Twitter handles are at the number two, Lofty underscore Lil. I repeat, the number two, Lofty underscore Lil. Two Lofty Lil. Show me some love. Hit the DMs. Leave some comments. Whatever it is. Just maybe, just let me know that you're you're getting involved. Because we all need to get involved. We all need to stay active. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm staying proactive. And I'm keeping the momentum going. Man, the momentum is here. It needs to get, it needs to get fired up a little bit more. You know, it needs to get fired up a little bit more. And what we're gonna do here? We're gonna get right into it, man. We're gonna get right into it, man. It's a 2021 All Star Weekend. I mean, at this point, it can't even really be called an All Star Weekend. It's only going to be set for one day. That's going to be March 7th, that Sunday. And what the plans are. Briefly, is that they're going to have the All Star Game, and they're going to have at halt at halftime the three point contest, the dunk contest, and the skills challenge. No longer, at least for the time being, a three day weekend. No Friday, Saturday, Sunday, celebrity game, all that mess. We will keep it short. We will keep it simple. We will keep it fun. We will keep it competitive. And I love it. And I love it. Let's just get right into these rosters. All-star rosters. We got our starters. We got our reserves. And we're going to talk a little bit about the snubs. You know, I already know, you know, days have passed. We were comments and, you know, opinions have been spoken about these snubs and reserves. But I just want to touch up on it just real quick. Just real quick. So, start off, we got the team captains. You got the king, LeBron James. We got the Reaper, Kevin Durant. And then we got the rest of the starters. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bradley Beal, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Nikola Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. All well-deserved. All well-deserved. The reserves, though, we have Jalen Brown, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, James Harden, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Julius Randle. Shout out to the Knicks. Not even a Knicks fan. I'm from New York. Not even a Knicks fan, but we don't get that much recognition as we should. Why am I saying as we should? It's just been it's been rough for us. So it's great to see somebody else, you know, in uh to, to in this in this 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 game. You know, last time we seen this was Carmelo. You know, so it's great. It's great. Proud of Julius Randle. I'm a Laker fan. He's a former Laker, so I'm rocking with him. And I'm not a bandwagon for all you ooh, quick Twitter fingers. Quick, you know, you guys are fast. I'm not even gonna lie, you guys are fast. You guys are fast. But I've been a Laker fan, and that's solely, solely, solely because of my favorite player growing up, the one who got me into basketball, Kobe Bryant. 
And I've just been a fan ever since, you know. That's what some people do. They pick their teams based on who got them into the sport. Kobe Bryant got me into the sport, so I pay my respect from here on out. Moving on. We got, like I said, we have Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Nikola Vucevic, and Zion Williamson. Now, now, now. You got a few people who are actually injured. You know, we get this every year. You know how that go. And we got the guy, actually my favorite player in the league, Anthony Davis. Engine, man. I hate an injury-prone type of guy, but it's a, a one-of-a-kind type of talent. He has been replaced with Devin Booker. Devin Booker, just like I said, Devin Booker, somebody who should have been in the, as a reserve regardless. Like I said, his... But you got to show some love to the young bucks, to the young boys. He's wet like buck. That's, that's what we call him, wet like buck, bro. Come on. Show some love, show some love. So he's in there. He's finally in there with him and his teammate. That should be real fun, real interesting. And then we got somebody else. Kevin Durant. You know, Kevin Durant hasn't even really been played in the last week, two weeks. Maybe even three weeks. I may be dragging it. Let me not. I may be dragging it, but. But his team is still doing great. Brooklyn Nets are still uh, firing all cylinders. Second in the league. In the East. Second in the East. And his Kevin Durant's replacement is what could have been a number of people. I'll get to who I think it probably should have been. But who they replaced Kevin Durant with is DeMontis Sabonis from the Pacers. Another well-deserved talent. You know, um. Kind of, you know, really, really silent, you know, uh, rise that he had last year, this year. And uh, very, very respectable. Very, very respectable. You know, and I like that they're showing him love. Because there's a lot of guys who could be in his position. And it's just easier picks. Because they're just better and more known names. The fan vote is quite strong. Very, quite, quite strong. And... It, it it makes it harder for other people to get rewarded as they should. You know, it, it, it it's kind of foul, you know, on certain players, and it makes them feel underappreciated. But for some players, when they feel that under, feel like they're being underappreciated, you know, that puts a fire under them, it ignites them. And one player in particular who, I mean, going to make it, start a reserve, whatever you want to call it, regardless, he was going to be playing. But guys, a lot of made, a lot of people had some comments on the fact that he should have been a starter. And, you know, I don't disagree, but I'm not mad that he's not. You know, I'm actually excited that he's not. That person I'm talking about is Damian Lillard. And like I said, I'm, I'm almost okay with Lillard not not being a starter. And they're they're talking about it obviously over Luka Doncic. And I'm not I'm I'm not upset. I'm not upset for one, in all fairness. I mean Luka Doncic has been putting up great numbers. And if you were to stick to the numbers, you know, across the board, you know, points, assists, rebounds, all of that, his numbers are better according to that. You know, but you know what I'm saying? So I I can't I can't discredit I can't Discredit what Dame has been able to do. But Luca's numbers has been better overall. But Dame's, man, that Dame, Dame's a dollar like a shooter with ease. A scorer with ease. Clutch performer. It seems like it's easy. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure that's hours and hours of, of in the gym putting in work, but. He, he makes it look easy. And, man, this boy, boy, boy is fun to watch. It's so fun to watch. He's doing this without McCullough. He's doing this without Nurkic. It's like him and Carmelo. Carmelo just actually put up 30, 29. I guess LaMelo paid his respects to him. LaMelo paid his respects back, you know. Great, great game as well. Fun to see Melo, Carmelo, uh, ball like he... He did it in the past. He's done it in the past. You know, from time to time, you 
It's great to see him put up those 25 plus, you know, those 30 plus. I love it. But man, Dame Dollar. Dame Dollar could easily be a starter. And a lot of people are even putting him in the MVP race. Now you go say for everybody for person for somebody to be in the MVP race, you're not gonna put him as a starter. I mean, yeah, I guess all right, Steph Curry's automatic. He's going crazy right now. Ain't nobody else on that team. You know Draymond don't put up no no points. <laughs> Draymond, what? You know, Draymond's actually put up a lot of assists though. I'll give him that. Dickie dropped seventeen a few nights ago. But who else is scoring? I mean, shoot, Kelly Uber took a little while to, to get hot. I mean, you got Eric Pascal, James Wiseman playing great. But man, without Curry. And right now they're eighth. They are eighth in the West. They started off awful. But he's carrying them in. It's gonna be it's gonna be a rough season. But I believe they're gonna be able to make the playoffs. It's doable. It is doable. They had the right coach, they had the right team, they had the right system. So I'm not doubting that. You know, barring injuries, they should be fine. They should be fine as far as making the playoffs. So it's just a little unfortunate, you know, to see Dame not get that, especially in the winning aspect. You know, his team is doing better, much, much, considerably better. And my other reason is that, you know, I'm not always really, well, I'm not really mad about that, though. It's because Damian Lillard, you know, he's a dog. He's a dog. And that man just gets disrespected left or right. I mean, the King LeBron James said it, other than Devin Booker, you know, he's the most disrespected player in the league. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah, he, he's he's right in every sense of that statement. Every sense of that statement. I mean, how many, how many freaking game-winning close last game, last second playoff games, you know, winners can you can you have? I can't I can't even put the words together right now. Like he's he's done it against the Rockets, man. He's done it against the Thunder, man. Like in in, in, in beautiful fashion. One where he was super young, two years, three years in. Another one where he's been, you know, solidified and you know what's going to happen. And it's just amazing. At home. Both times at home. He's a killer. He's a killer. But let me not stretch any more on him. We already know how much love we got for Dame. We know how much he should be respected. How much he should be, he should be awarded. But we know he's going to ball out regardless. And I'm just wishing the best for him moving forward. So moving on as far as biggest snobs other than him other than book what we thought was book i go lie man they give it to some bonus but i like trey young i mean trey young was in there last year trey young still hooping this man trey young as of last week at least you know 27 a game third in the league and assists with over 9, 9.6? You know what's crazy? He's dropping 27. He's not even top 10 at points. That means this league is really scoring, scoring right now. These guys are scoring, scoring right now. This man is not even top 10 at points averaged. He's averaging 27. <laughs> With 9 assists. Didn't make the All-Star game. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. Would have been his second All-Star appearance. And I don't want to even want to get into that anymore, but I'm going to just leave that debate for y'all, you know, who he should have replaced. Now, obviously, right now, since we know Sabonis is that guy, I feel like it should have been him. But let's say before making that decision, I mean, should it just outright been Trey Young? Should have been maybe Jimmy Butler? You know, Fred Van Vliet? Who knows? Let me know what y'all think. You know, in my opinion, no question. It should have been Young who should have been playing. I'm sticking with that. I'm sticking with that. All in all, man, I'm loving this. This is the season. You know, uh, they've been able to adjust to the restrictions and limitations. You know, they've been able to 
you know, uh, have everybody comply and, you know, just work under what has to get done, you know, in order for the league to run, you know, smoothly. And they've been, they've been good, you know, and pretty much in every other sport as well, you know, they've been good. They've been good. And I'm just excited for that. So they're making it work, you know, so I'm going to continue to watch and they're very competitive right now. They're very, very competitive, you know, and I think it's going to be really, really fun to continue watching. You know, after this all-star week, day, um, it's just going to get better and better. And when the playoffs come back around, you know, we're going to see some, some real heat again. You know, my favorite part of last last year's playoffs, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell. If you ain't see that series, if you did not see that series, run it back right now. Honestly, pause this podcast, run it back right now. Seven game series. These guys, you're going to make me stand up. These guys put up 50. Not once. They put up 50 twice. This is unbelievable. I mean, these guys, these young bucks, man, when it's time to hoop, man, they hoop. When they want something, they want it. You know, I mean, I'm. They, they, they're, they're showing out. Don't, don't forget about me. You know, I still got that. I still get my shit still wet too. My name ain't booking, but my shit wet too. Heard it. Knocked down. I just want to ad lib. I want to be at the game. I want to ad lib everybody. That's it, man. Unbelievable balls, man. Unbelievable. I like Donovan Mitchell a little bit better than Murray. I like Murray a lot, though. I like Murray a lot, but Mitchell, man. Like, honestly, like, I've always liked Murray because of his shooting. Going back to Kentucky, you know, he's he's a good shooter, good form shooter, you know? Yeah, he could create his shot. And then Mitchell was just like a, you know, almost like a slasher, you know? He, he, he slam it. He'd get to the rim and he handle that. You know, but he could get a bucket, you know? He could shoot all of that. And what got me excited for Mitchell is that I was seeing him Knock down more deep shots, knock down more jumpers, and I'm like, yo, now nah, I ain't like he could really do this consistently. Like he's really showing that consistently. So I got excited off that. I'm like, alright, this guy's he's hooping, hooping. And then Murray was just the, just the fact that Murray was just going to the rim and he was just finishing nasty. Like he took a day to work with Kyrie. It was just getting busy. I'm like, alright, and you know, his creation with his jumpers and all that, his shots was still there. You know, he was handling that. And confidently, man, it was a lot of swag, a lot of confidence, a lot of, you know, oomph if to that, you know, and I love that. I love that. I think anybody could attest to that as well. So I'm looking forward to that heavy, heavy, seeing what these guys could do. Nuggets, man, don't sleep. Don't sleep. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke, you know, because Joker's out there. That's the real guy you got to worry about. I ain't going to lie. We love you, Murray, but Jokic, now down the league knows, too. That's He the one who got worried worry about. That's a triple-double guy right there. Center? Triple-double? I ain't going to lie, man. I might be biased. Anthony Davis is my favorite player. And Anthony Davis is the best big man in the league right now. And I might be biased saying that. But if I had to choose anybody else, Jokic is getting that. Hands down, nobody's even touching him. If Jokic had a little bit more defense, he was able to get steals. But if he just had a, a similar defense to Davis, half the defense that Davis, half the defense that Davis has, that's a scary man. That's a very, very scary man. So uh, I'm actually had this argument with one of my friends, and we had this debate. You know, I was big on Anthony Davis. He was big on Jokic, you know, and then you know, that friend of mine, he uh, he's very, very big on numbers, you know. So the numbers show. The numbers don't lie. I get it. The numbers don't lie. So the numbers were showing that Jokic was, that's the real man, you know, based on the numbers, you know. He, Davis not fucking with Jokic. All right, cool. All right, cool, but, you know, Davis, we already know Davis get busy. Davis is an injury-prone type of guy. You know how how many, how how many games does this guy miss a season? 
you know, put that into perspective. I'm going to have to do the numbers on that. I'm going to have to do the numbers on that and get back to y'all. Because he's putting up great games. Game in, game out. You don't, you don't really see a bad game from Davis. And he's always hurt. <laughs> he's always hurt. Not to discredit uh, Jokic. But he's a, he's a baller as well. You know, nonetheless, they could both hoop. But it's perspective. It's a perspective thing, man. It's a perspective thing. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I like to see where the season's going. And I'm excited for the rest of it, man. So we're going to keep on keep a track of that, you know, episode after episode after episode. Side note, before we even get into this next subject, I just want to let y'all know that we'll be having side segments. One in particular, we'll be working on others, you know, in the meantime. But right now, this is the first official episode, so I just wanted to get straight into it, you know. Introduce myself, welcome some people back, you know, put the episode out there. Make sure the platform has been established, you know, built to a degree just so it's, it can be seen, you know. So going into the next episode, I will I will be tasting and wine tasting. So not going to branch off too much out of the sports discussion, but I will be having my wine. I will be just telling, you know, with me when I discuss these subjects, these topics these debates, and then, you know, in the meantime, I will be introducing a new wine to y'all, and then if you guys who follow me on IG or Twitter, you guys will be able to see exactly what wine I'm talking about, I'm going to give the name out, of course, on the show, but I also will be showing that on my platforms as far as the other social medias and Instagram and Twitter as well, you know, and I just want to, you know, share my experience with it, you know, how I how I feel about it, you know, the, how what, what would I rate it? You know what? It maybe you know I'm diving a little deeper into like the specifics. You know, you know my palate is it's expanding. You know my palate is expanding. You know this has been really fun to be honest with you. I've been able to uh, visit a few different wineries within the area, and I've you know I've loved them, loved them ever since. You know, so I'm looking to go out to try out more within the area and even branch out to other states. You know, even rather way up north. East, West, whatever. I'm loving it at this point, and you know, whenever I see a new one, I'm willing to try it out. So, be on the lookout for that. If you love wine as well, please let me know. If you have any suggestions, please let me know. You know, stay in tune, stay interactive. And we'll get in. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Next up, off-season changes. We got trades and releases. Mainly trades and releases. Signings, retirings, the draft is coming up soon. And for those who read my last article, y'all know how much I love NFL. Y'all know how much specifically I'm into fantasy football. Please, I encourage you. Yes, you. You can't see me, but you know I'm talking to you right now. If you're into fantasy football, please contact me. I, I I am actually creating a league. I have a couple of friends already. About six, seven, I believe, I have confirmed right now. I'm looking to create a 12-team league. 10-team minimum, but I'm looking for stretching for 12-team. $100 buy-in. It's going to buy the first official league. Well, I've created other leagues, but... This is a league that I'm trying to keep from here on out. If I could have the same people in it from here on out, that's great. But I wanted to keep, you know, a consistent, you know, seven, eight people in that league every single year. Serious, serious competitors and, you know, guys who are going to be sticking with this, you know, year in and year out. So it's going to be a super flex league, half PPR. If you guys are interested, if anybody is interested... Contact me, let me know, because I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. I actually won the fantasy, my fantasy league last year. So, group of guys I work with, we had a league together, 12 of us. Half PPR, 
you know, just a regular uh, roster, you know, one QB, two running backs, two receivers, tight end, flex, kicker, defense. Came in first place. I believe that was a $40 buy-in. Came out on top with a $240 winnings. Very, 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 very fortunate in that matter because although I did like my team a lot, I felt like my drafting was was pretty solid. I was fortunate. I'm just going to say that just because the just by how the weeks played out and just by... You know who I was able to, who I was going up against. You know, I could have easily been <laughs> fourth because I was not a high scorer. I was probably in the bottom, bottom four, in you know points total for the season. You know, so I just had, I was just having great weeks. You know, I was just having weeks where I was playing somebody who just didn't have a good week, but my team was. As far as player-wise was good, it was just the inconsistency. You know, I had injuries. You know, I had Miles Sanders. I had Josh Jacobs, who had a great first week. You know, what the hell happened? <laughs> what the hell happened? Obviously, funny enough, Raiders was my team. I always pick a surprise team for every every season. You know, because there's always that one team that kind of like, you know, you don't expect to really have a jump. You know, and Raiders was the team that I thought was going to have that jump. But that that bailed on me. Um, what, what what saved me to be honest was I had made a trade, big big trade. I feel like that's the best trade I've had, that best trade that was made in that league because there was a lot of other trades made, you know, around the trade deadline, but a lot of impulse trades. You know, people were just impatient with with with, with place with performances, player performances, and I'm very very patient with my player performances. I have a, have a lot of trust in the guys I I draft and who I pick up, you know, stuff. You know, somebody has a bad game or is, you know, is not looking uh, promising. You know, I'll stick with it for a week or so if I'm really, really not feeling it. And I'm really not seeing any growth from it or any chance that it could turn around. And especially if you're injured, you know, yeah, I'm going I'm to stay away. I'm going to stay away. So what I did was I actually had... I'll tell you my quick lineup. I have I had Ryan Tannehill at QB. I had Josh Jacobs. I had Miles Sanders. And I had David Montgomery. Now, David Montgomery, him and the guy I traded for, I'll tell you right now, won, my, won me my league. <laughs> David Montgomery went off. Those who know, y'all know. Uh, receivers, I had DK Metcalf. I had DJ Moore. DK been solid all year. DJ Moore um, did better towards the end, but he was kind of on and off with, uh, with Robbie Anderson in the mix now and the new system. Everything was just brand new. No McCaffrey. It was kind of rough, but I I had built a lot of trust and confidence in him going forward because I wasn't a guy I was actually even cared about picking up. It was just he kind of fell into my lap, and I was like, ah, whatever. So grabbed him, and, you know, he looked better later on in the season, but Based on the guy I traded for, he wasn't in my starting lineup. So um, I had those two guys. I had Deontay Johnson and then some other and a few other guys on the bench and then I would pick up from you know, on and off. So and my tight end, I had Jonu Smith and Mark Andrews. Now listen to this trade. The trade was I give up. It was Mark Andrews and oh. Also, I also had DeAndre Swift. Um, I was just waiting for him to get the opportunity to actually put him in the, you know, the lineup. And it just took forever, took forever, took forever, took forever. So by the time the deadline came, I was like, you know what? You're seeing the little opportunities more and more and more and more. So I use that as bait. So I uh, gave up Mark Andrews and DeAndre Swift in return for the Saints tight end who, uh, what's it, Jer- um, Cook? For Cook and the what could have been, the what should have been, the offensive rookie of the year, Justin Jefferson. And I got him, and literally that, 
I traded it for him that week and from one week and the week going further for the weeks going further, he was putting up 17, 18 a game. Destroying defenses left and right. Literally him and Montgomery held it down for me throughout the playoffs. You know, when the help of DK Metcalf occasionally, you know, Tannehill was solid, solid. You know, um, uh, Deontay Johnson stepped up. He was great all season. Deontay, Deontay Johnson was just, you know, injury, you know, injured. You know, was just banged up here and there. But he was getting all the targets throughout the whole season. All the freaking targets, took all that. You know, so he they, that's what held it down for me. And I came out on top and I came out with the win. And I'm looking to do it again. I'm looking to do it again. I will do it again. So. Look at me rambling, yo. Y'all gotta tell me what I'm what I'm doing too much. Y'all gotta tell me what I'm doing too much. But make sure y'all definitely hit me up. Got a number of slots left. Uh, I'll say five slots left. Five slots left. Let me say that three times. And I'm looking to you know bring more people in, but definitely serious guys. Serious, really, really competitive. No dumb you know trade offers. No. You know, not making it to the draft or whatever that, you know, you know, really be interactive, be serious about your money. It's a hundred dollar buy-in, you know, you know, I, I've done bigger. I'm actually going to be doing more leagues, you know, with other family members or other friends that, you know, who are really into this. But, you know, I want to have something for myself as well. So if you're serious about that, hit me up, hit me up. But let's just get, let's get right into this NFL offseason changes. So briefly, just briefly, as far as trades and new signings. You got Matthew Stafford to the Rams. In return, you know, they got Jared Goff to the Lions. Rams have a great offensive line now. So, you know, Cam Akers, you better look out for it. They still got receivers in Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Josh Reynolds, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby. Who's the other tight end? I forget his name. Get his name, but they got guys. They got weapons. Matthew Stafford is seasoned, a veteran. It might work out. It might it might be better off. Golf is not a bad quarterback though. I don't believe he's a terrible quarterback. You know, and I think, you know, uh there's growth in him. There's potential in him. And you got Sean McVay, you know, so I think overall, you know, especially with that defense, I mean they're they're still going to be a relevant team. I don't think it could get worse than what it was. I think it'll either be where it was, where it's been, or it'll be better. Maybe Stafford has a chance to. That's probably the best team that Stafford, best supporting cast that Stafford has had since he was with Calvin. Well, actually, probably best ever. Period. You know, defensively, offensively. You know, he's he's probably still still doesn't have that. A uh, superstar talent like he did back with Kyle Johnson, that one like player that is just way above everybody else, but he has a collective, well balanced, supportive cast. Supporting cast, man, and it's he could take advantage if he does it right. He should be able to take advantage. Now for Jared Goff, Jared Goff, what's this? His fifth season, fourth season. Um, with the Lions, he'll be. You'll still have Kenny Galladay. You got Marvin Jones. Actually, I think Galladay's a free agent. Uh, Marvin Jones. Um, DeAndre Swift. You got young talent. You got some veterans. You got a little bit of more of uncertainty as far as, you know, who is the main guy and who you can rely on, you know, um, throughout the season. And it's... it's Putting him almost at a worse worse situation, but it is a learning situation. So depending on how you look at it, but I, I mean, not somebody I'm looking to grab as far as fantasy. I won't even be looking to grab Stafford neither, just because of what we know of him. But um, golf, you know, best of luck. <laughs> That's all I could say. Best of luck. Now we got Carson Wentz to the Colts. Carson Wentz to the Colts now. Phillip Rivers did retire. If guys you already know about that, he retired. Great, great career. Been with the Chargers forever. Came in with the Colts. And great team. Great team. Didn't do much with them offensively, but 
Um, I think Carson Wentz has a, definitely has opportunity to do better. You know, same situation as far as with the Stafford. I think Carson Wentz could actually make that team much better. But um, that would be, I may be saying a bit too much. You know, I may be saying a bit too much. So I think he has to get his act together a little bit as far as, you know, this training. You know, I saw, I read an article actually not too long ago where he was among the bottom, like, uh, maybe the bottom, as far as started QBs, I want to say the bottom seven, six or seven, um, as far as accurate accurate quarterbacks. You know, and that's saying a lot. I mean, it's not like the guys that they had were, were, were in performance. It's just he wasn't dishing. You know, I mean, the Colts got another great O-line. A great running back, Jonathan Taylor, man, watch out. Great defense. They got receivers. I mean, nothing spectacular, but you got young, and you got you got uh, young receivers, and you got T.Y. Hilton. So you got you know Michael Pittman, you got uh, Zach Pascal. Um, you have uh, Jack Doyle. Um, you have some of these other tight ends as well, you know. But they got they got options. You know, they could, he could make them great. You know, he could, you know, turn things around for sure. It's doable. You know, that team should still be fine, you know, going into next season. So I'm interested to see what he could do with that. And then the most recent news we got is J.J. Watt. I mean, they mutually, you know, agreed to part ways. You know, much respect. You know, they just love him. They just love J.J. J.J. get it done. You know, J.J. get it done. So he's, you know, been injured. A lot, <laughs> a lot. So that's not somebody that you're going to look to rely on heavily. But, you know, that's going to be more of a veteran, you know, presence. And it's going to be somebody, you know, oh, okay, you got, like, for the Cardinals. He actually, I, look, I skipped it. Look at me. He is on the Cardinals now, back with D-Hop. But, you know, for the Cardinals, you know, they got Chandler Jones. You know, they got some of these other younger talents as well who are fresh you know, not so much beat up, you know, so when these guys, you know, are not playing or when maybe they're lacking or whatever the case may be, you know, oh, I, oh these guys are not playing too hard. Oh, shoot, I still got J.J. White coming after me. Let me, let me, let me get my shit together type of thing, you know, so they're, um, I think it's going to benefit them. I think it's going to benefit them and I, I like it. I like it. I'm not going to be expecting much from J.J. Watt. As we haven't really expected much from him in the in the, in the past recent the past years, but uh, it's cool to see him back with D Hop, and it's cool to see the Cardinals in general. I mean, I think they still have a uh, a good you know balanced team. You know, balanced team. It's nothing phenomenal anywhere. I mean, you got Hop and Murray are the two primary guys, but um, I think they they should be able to manage. You know, so it'd be interesting in how they, you know, approach it, especially with their coach. I like their coach, Kings, uh, was it Kingsbury? I like him as well. You know, like I said, we said Philip Rivers retired. We got the Pouncey brothers retired. Mark and Mike Pouncey retired. Both both of them are centers, came in at this, came in. One play for the Steelers, one play for the Dolphins. Came in and just was just killing it. Uh, Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl, even made the decade team. And they came in what 2011. They made the decade, the 2010 decade team. You know, those those guys is solid. Those are the guys that they you know they will get the job done. You know, you know respect to them. They 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 held it down there for there for the time they was in the league, and I can't be mad. You know, they want to leave. They want to leave. I can't be mad. So, you got Greg Greg Olson. Jason Winton, both of them retired. Season, you know, probably the best, one of the best in their in their positions. You know, when straight numbers, you know, straight longevity. What makes them so great is their longevity. You know, played for you know so so long and not always super effective in you know the later the later years, but still have the name and 
still will get some type of attention, you know, in some degree. You know, obviously, you know, they were starting over some certain guys that they probably even should have been starting over. But, you know, based off of, you know, all the years they had on them, you know, these other guys, other fresh guys, you know, should be getting those opportunities. But these veterans will always have that leverage over them. So that longevity held held up and they did great. They did great. Thomas Davis Sr. as well, uh, linebacker, he's retired. Well, for the Panthers, so I got a, I got another coworker, man. He was Panther fan. I wish you listen. I hope you listen to this to, to this too, man. You know, I, I would say your name, but you know, I don't want to put you on blast. But you know, I actually I even got some family who are Panthers fans, so I'm gonna keep quiet. I'm gonna keep quiet. But y'all gonna make it work. Y'all gonna figure it out. I trust it. Y'all gonna figure it out. Maybe y'all could get Watson. Y'all get Watson. You know, we gonna have a show about Charles Strictly. I'm going to have an episode straight for you. You get Watson, I'm going to have an episode straight for you. You know who you are. You know who you are. You better be listening, too. Better be listening. But we got Deshaun Jackson released. Mark Ingram released. A.J. Bowie released. So we still got uh, the rest of the offseason. We got free agency. We got the draft. We got a lot of stuff other going on, you know. So expect a lot of changes. A lot of changes, man. There's a lot of guys who are hitting the free agents, free agency. <clears throat> and with COVID, you know, I think everything, since we now already have one season under our belts, off season under our belts, you know, with COVID. So they may be able to figure other things out, you know, maybe they be able to approach their off season accordingly in order to, you know, get the best outcome, you know, for the season. Uncertain right now if they're doing preseason, but we'll find that out obviously down the road. Down the road, we got a little drama in this episode. I ain't even with the drama, I'm not with the drama. But man, they make this stuff, man. People just want to be viral days, man. Whatever it takes, right? You do what it takes. I get it. You do what it takes. Get that recognition, get that observation, get that, that fame. Nah, I ain't no fame. It ain't no fame. I mean, maybe that's what these guys were thinking. These young bucks was thinking. Heckling. And this it's just it's outright, you know, unnecessary. What I'm talking about here is a interaction, quote unquote fan interaction, between Cam Newton and the kids at his camp. His youth football camp. Just got, just got guys talking crazy. Saying, oh, yeah, you ain't get you, you ain't get no chip. You ain't get no chip. This, this, and that. You know, you washed up now. Blah, 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 blah. Where's, where's the respect? You know what I'm I really, I'm not really, I'm I'm unsure what the issue that people have with Cam. Because that's not the first time. It's not the first time, you know. It's uncalled for, you know, time and time again, you know. I mean... Last season alone, you know, man, yeah, he didn't really perform to the expectations that we had for him. Yeah, I feel that that he needed to do, that he needed to be at, you know. But yet this season was the toughest mentally, you know, for obvious reasons. You know, to not have full OTAs, no preseason games, no combine, no traditional practices, you know, so on and so forth, you know. I, you know, particularly trust, you know, if Cam is back with New England, I actually hope that he is. If he is back with New England, man, that communication, that understanding, you know, that overall chemistry, I believe will be in, will be in, improved. You know, one year under the system. You know, with one year under the system right now, everything would be much better. You know, with Belichick, I think he should be fine. You know, he puts in that work. He, you see him in the gym. You know, he's 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 a stand up guy. I thought he's a stand up guy. You know, whether you want to get upset about how flashy he may be. Or he was in the past or whatnot, you know, people are entitled to to live how they want to live, you know. He ain't doing no wrong, he, there's no wrongdoings. He, he, he's playing ball, but he's living his life. He's living his life. But I'm hoping that he sticks with New England. And I'm hoping that he, you know, could could prove some people wrong next year. Because there's absolutely... No way that there's 32 quarterbacks who are better than Cam right now. 
We could debate that. We could debate that. You know, I stand by that for sure. You know, outside from the discouraging words, you know, said to him within the league. You know, it's just crazy how he has to hear it from kids too. <laughs> anything for a video, right? Anything for some for some clout. <laughs> Come on, man. Get off that. Get off the clout, man. Get off the clout train. It ain't worth it. It's not even cool, man. You know, it's really unwarranted and childish in every sense of the word, man. And at the end of the day, Cam is still a well-accomplished athlete in every level of the sport. We know he got the size, man. You know that he's been able to do things that other quarterbacks have yet to be able to do. And he's still got the physicality, you know. He still has the strength. He still has the ability. I mean, the youth is gone. We know that. And my biggest thing with Cam, you know, when he coming into the league, you know, there wasn't enough focus on his passing, you know. You know, and just to quickly step aside from this subject, you know, that's, I, I typically don't even like to go into quarterbacks, you know, touch, you know, you know, invest in quarterbacks who are runners, you know, where they get all their recognition just comes from because they, they're able to scramble, you know, and run um, because there's not enough trust in the fact that, okay, he could be a pocket passer when needed. You know, guys, I'm looking at who... I'm looking at a pocket passer, you know, but somebody who could pocket pass, they could run a little bit. You know, like I like a Patrick Mahomes, you know, obviously, you know, he, he'll stay in the pocket until he has to move. He's not just going to move because he feels like it's, he, 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 he should, you know. Um, Russell Wilson, <laughs> he can run, we know that, but pocket passer. Aaron Rodgers, we know he can run a little bit, you know. Pocket passer. You see their success? Championships for all of them. But where's the success for Cam Newton? Where's the success for Lamar Jackson? Besides an MVP, man. We know who could get MVPs. People, we, I'm not going to say it's easy to get MVPs, but, you know, we get breakout seasons all year, year after year. You know, a lot of them is just because a lot of them are these type of quarterbacks. Kyler Murray. You know, is he going to be able to adjust? Who knows, man? Who knows? But I digress, man. I digress, you know. So I think that he could do it. I think that he has an opportunity. You know, we'll see what happens this year. You know, he got a lot. He doesn't really have a good supporting cast, you know. But there's there's no excuses, man. You're in that system. You got to make it work, you know. And you got to make it work. He actually even said it in one of his, he, not his, but, um, he visited a podcast called I Am Athlete. You know, he he kind of st- he said it like the, the 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 Patriot way. You know, was they move like a machine. You know, they 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 give it to the hot hand. You know, if you can't keep up, you know, you gonna get left. You will be left. So, this it's more mental than physical. You know, it's a it's a mental strength. You know, it's mental stamina. You know, and that's, I mean, that that ties into, you know, in every aspect of the of the game, and every aspect of life, you know, if you want to really get deep into it. And I, um, I agree. I agree, you know, so if he could keep that up, if he could work on that, I think he, he has opportunity more than enough, more than we may see, more, we may even be surprised. Who knows? Who knows, man? I don't, I'm excited. I'm excited, but I respect his talents, you know. I mean, they people, you know, these kids, they should be respecting his talents. You know, that should come, that should come automatically. You know, because even more so off the field, you know, Cam has done quite a lot. You know, for his community, it could be viewed as a role model for the decisions he's made. You know, as far as being a philanthropist, an entrepreneur, you know, and genuine in every other action. You know, therefore, what was done was not deserved. You know, I I can't get mad for him reacting to it. You know, because he's not a the type of guy to have a bad reputation. Off the field, on the field, you know, he hasn't dealt with any major allegations of any sort. You know, so people are going to react to it, but he kept it, per, you know, respectful. You know, he, he just went back at him a little bit, but he kept it respectful, professional. He, and that, I'm sure that gets tiring, that gets annoying, you know. And he knows that he has to set the example because his influence is big enough to make an impact. You know, and if that wasn't the case, then there would be... No one at his youth football camps to begin with. So obviously these guys still admire him to a degree. You know, I mean, I'm no diehard Cam Newton fan, but certain subjects should be touched upon, you know. 
You know, I'm not looking at it's not like I'm looking to defend him wholeheartedly. You know, but I still want to see him win. All in all, y'all, this is this concludes the episode. We're gonna have more and more coming to you. Glad that we was able to get this first one out the way. Glad, glad, glad. So happy, so happy. Just to remind y'all, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at two number two lofty underscore lil L O F T Y underscore L I L. Show some love. Show some feedback. Show some interaction. Show some engagement. Show some encouragement. Because I, I give it right back. I give it right back. You know, anybody who's has their own business, has their own platform. They working on that. They working hard. Any merch that you guys sell, any product that you promote, I'm here for the support. For those who know me, they know that's a fact too. So just reciprocate that energy. That's all I can ask is just reciprocate the energy. I'm not even selling nothing to you. I'm just giving you my opinions. Because people who know me, know that I love sports, they just come to me to talk about sports. You know, so just share the information, you know, share the information. It's only going to get better from here, you know. Stay tuned. Enjoy the rest of your night. Let's get it.